Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is one of your favorite co-hosts from the Nerd Rejects podcast. I am John. With me, as always, is the one, the only, the amazing Tyler. Hey, yo. And we have Gasper. Damn. That's... Wow. Well, hey, gang. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> word you're looking for is actually. Yeah, uh, that's fair. That's probably the quickest he's actually responded after being introduced, though. <laughs> Every time down to 10, we're laughing hysterically, and <laughs> you just started off. <laughs> right. Oh, how you guys doing? You guys doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing good, man. How you doing? You know, just been, surviving. Been, been any, you know, Mets games recently? Oh, uh, yeah. There last that's night. All you do. That's all. You, of course you were. Game 22 for me on the season. Jesus. Do you have season tickets? I do not. At this point, I probably should. I feel like <laughs> you're saving money. Well, I, I get the cheapest tickets tickets possible. Like, I'll get like $10 tickets. Well, that's because then... they're trash. So they have $10 tickets. Oh, damn. I actually, think they're, aren't they? First, first place team. <laughs> I was going to say, aren't they actually doing good? I, I thought I saw the other day they were like, insanely good for a, a stretch there so i was like man gasper must be getting crazy drunk yeah so, yeah you know it's a good time so okay. far so far we're like halfway we're halfway through the season aren't we so i mean that's, yeah it's a pretty good There's time like for them 40 something games left in the season i believe yeah well, that's not bad okay yeah, yeah i'm about it i'm about wow. it no, I think it stops right around when, or at least regularly, regular season stops right around when hockey season should be picking back up. It's like end, yeah, the, the end of September, beginning of October. Yeah, the regular season ends on October 5th. Well, baseball is cool and all. So but is the, hockey. The Mets still suck. <laughs> the Mets still suck. <laughs> Ain't I'll take right. it. I'll take it. Everybody. So we've got some, some great stuff for you today. Um, I know that Tyler went to C2E2 in Chicago, uh, which is, uh, what's it stand for, Tyler? What? The Comic uh, Entertainment Expo? Yeah. It's yeah. Chicago Comic Entertainment Expo, right? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, something like that. I think that's it. <laughs> we just call it, the, the cool people just call it C2E2 because we're too lazy. Because we're too, because cool kids are lazy. Four, four, that's two letters and two digits. So yeah. <laughs> um, but Tyler went to C two E two, and he he had an experience. That's for certain. Um, we'll get into that a little more. Um, but I know that you know every we've all got our own things we want to talk about, and Gasper's Gasper said he wants to start us off. So what's going on, Gasper? What did you want to talk about? People are pissed at Sony. I'm not. For their TVs, they suck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, People are angry that Sony isn't releasing as many retro games as they thought they should be or would be. uh, With the new essential programs and new tier listings for the PlayStation Plus. Uh, People are... Expecting retro, but they're getting games like Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, which were just remakes that came out last year or a year and a half ago. Wow. Um, and then, they, you know, they released their July free games of the month, which are all new games as well. So I, I can see where the frustration comes from. But at the same time, this thing is only like two months old. So we got to, you know, pump the brakes a little bit and see what they eventually give give it like a half a year and then you could you've also p- 
people are, people are also comparing it to you know Xbox Microsoft's Game Pass. Right. And I mean, Game Ca- Game Pass has been around for what year and a half, two years now. I, yeah, oh, yeah, I say about two. Years. It's been a while, Something, at least. And I mean, you know, they. I don't think that they were that big when they started either. I know that they, you know, it, it was a great concept that they didn't really have much, um, much foothold with. Um, there were issues that kept, you know, coming up. But I mean, look at them now. They're some people are getting Xboxes that are PC gamers solely because they they don't have to buy the same game twice. Which is, it's a great concept. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, I, I understand the frustration. That was a big thing for them, uh, that they were going to have these retro games and everything like that. And they do, I mean, they have retro games. I've right. played Ace Escape. Yes, I've been playing Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, so, I mean, which, and there's, there's just, it, it, it hits a little different when it's that, like, blocky, like old school Crash Bandicoot. Don't get me wrong, I love the the remake, but there was this the original just hits differently. Oh, absolutely. So, um, is is that it? Is that it? Oh, well, I mean, I also been I have been playing uh thing multiverse. Multiverse is a fantastic fighting game. I'm not that big into fighting games, huh? Multiverses. Yeah. Well, before we before we move on, so you think that people are getting upset because they're they're comparing it to another Game Pass system that works really well. I think Microsoft, like Xbox, is actually getting a lot of really good titles, like retro titles out there. I think they're doing really well with that. You think that they're just making a comparison and, and getting upset with that? Oh, absolutely. Uh, no matter what happens, there's always going to be the comparison of Xbox to PlayStation. Uh, Switch, we don't we don't talk about the Switch. Because nothing just like, happens. Over. Just like Bruno, we just don't. <laughs> we don't do that. No copyright. So... <laughs> um, yeah. No copyright. No copyright. Uh, <laughs> Please don't sue us. No, I'm sure there is. Um, so I, I, I don't mind the retro games either. It's just like which ones I think depend a lot on how much enjoyability the user gets. And like Crash Bandicoot, I remember playing that when I was little, getting a haircut. We, we always had those uh hair cutting places that let you play video games while you get your hair cut. I thought that was pretty sweet. That is and, pretty awesome. What the hell? Yeah, wow. Where'd you live? The slums? Um no, 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 no. No, no, no. Uh no, it was just it was a it was a random I'm just I'm kidding for everybody out there. But like when when I was little we just had this place pop up. I can't remember the name offhand, but they're not there anymore. Up in uh Mishawaka, Indiana. Um shout out and uh we were uh, we were looking for a new place to go because, uh, you know, our hair, our hair place sucked. No shout out there. And uh, this place just came up, and they had PlayStations and all kinds of different consoles you could you could play on while you got your hair cut. So you're you're playing demos essentially the whole time. That's so, pretty cool. Yeah, racing games. You had crap. I played Crash Bandicoot every time, but but you better bet I was getting my hair cut every week. <laughs> that was like I was back into the back in the army regiment of of getting our haircut what like once a week, yeah, something so, like that. Um, so no, it, that was really cool. But I think it, it's stuff like that. Like we had Sony, and I remember we had we had other products, other game products that we could play demos on. 
while we got our haircut. And it was just like the best thing because that's how you get kids interested in video games. Like you, you take them yeah, away sure. from you take them away from like what would be like a potentially horrifying experience and you say, Hey, we, we got these really cool video games for you. How about you come over here in the seat and get your hair cut and Can you not say it like you're trying to molest them, please? Like, <laughs> I got I some candy. I, I feel uncomfortable. No. The candy comes afterward. No, uh no, and that's how it is. You get your damn sucker after you're done. Yeah, yeah. I'm not in a black van. I'm here to cut your hair, man. Um <laughs> Are we talking about lollipops? No. No. That's totally different. Uh, uh, and I'm also not referencing, you know, Black Phone. That's a whole different deal if you watch that movie. I've heard it's phenomenal. Honestly. Is it good? It is. It's really good. I yeah. think uh, the the kids and the main actors and everything in there did a phenomenal job. Um, not as scary as it is thrilling, but very realistic because that, that shit happens. So... Um, Anywho, away from the creepy, horrifying parts of getting your You're hair the cut. One that took us there. Uh, like, you, you know, no, no, no. Guided us there. <laughs> I just, I just took you to a place where you want to get your hair cut, and uh, that's true. Like they, I mean, there were a bunch of ladies. I mean, I don't remember a guy cutting my hair there, but like they would just be like, "Hey, you want to play some video games while you get your hair cut? It's it's really cool." And I'm like, "You didn't have to tell me." Uh. Like, give me the controller, give me the controller lady. Like, bitch, I know video games. Get out of my way. <laughs> no video games. Move, move. <laughs> my damn seat. Get out of the way. Uh, no, I mean that's how it was. My brother, my brother actually had his first haircut there, and I remember he didn't throw a fit because he was he was playing video games. But also, like, it opened you up to playing different different games. I think that that needs to come back. I think stuff like that needs to come back. Tell me you like, know tell me you know a place that does that. And if you don't, there's an opportunity. I was about to say I've never heard of that. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting and I, I'm glad we found it, but again, it's not there anymore. But I think, you know, they have to also invest in, you know, the systems and um God, I do we do they even do demos anymore? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Or yeah. They're like they're like trials now, right? I don't know. No, there's still demos. Um, I mean, they're far and few between. I don't see nearly like I feel like 2011, 2010, every game, every big game had a demo. Right. Um, I remember playing the Resident Evil 6 demo in 2013, 2014. Um, but it's demos are in my in my experience, far and few between. I don't see nearly as many as I used to. Right. And we used to get like PlayStation one users always used to get those on like discs and you know, used to have like five yeah. or six games on them. I remember that you play the hell out of that and you'd be like, man, yeah. I'm going to buy the game because now I not only know how to play a little bit, but I'm really interested in the character and the story. Like it's, it was really cool. They don't do that shit anymore. That's how I first played Ape Escape going back See? to Ape Escape. Yep. That's, yep. that's, I never actually played the full game Ape, Ape Escape. I only ever played the little demo. So, huh. Anybody out there listening, get yourself a hair salon or a hairdressing place or just a haircutting studio and put some video game consoles in there. Honestly, we need more little kids geared up to play games that are actually enjoyable. And, then, Honestly, you know, go ahead. Sorry. You don't even need to be a, bit, a little kid. I'd, I'd go in there. Right? Play, yeah. 
give me a Switch controller. I'll play it while pl- getting my haircut. I'll I will play some Breath of the Wild while you're giving me my fade. Like let's let's go. Let's do it. Luckily, I would pick I would pick a motion capture type game that I would need to like move completely for. This this person cutting my hair would need to like completely know how to, you know, I'll do some Olympic type stuff with me while I move. So, um, no, it's a good idea. I think I think I think there needs to be more of that out there. I think video games are, you know, we think they're they're not dying with kids, but I think they are more so than we think. Um, because you have to go out and buy the console, you have to go out and buy these games for sixty bucks to get them to play. Mm-hmm. Demos went pretty far when we were little. So if you're out there, if you're out there listening, get yourself a haircutting studio and put some consoles in there. And honestly, I might be in. Um, it doesn't matter where you are. I'd be like, get the fuck out of my way. I'm playing some Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine? Like, there's a little kid. There's a little kid that's so excited to get his haircut for the first time, right? Like, he's five years old. His kids haven't taken him to get his haircut. He's he's excited he gets to play this game. And here comes fucking Tyler. Move, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get. <laughs> I gotta get my playing time in. Or I'm. <laughs> No, I mean, I thought those those places were great. And honestly, I, I I thought they were incredibly enjoyable. But I think we've kind of digressed quite a bit. Um, so that that I mean, that is certainly a way I think people can be more happy with with video games in general. So I'm glad I threw that in there. But I think again, we digress quite a bit. Sorry, Gasper. That's all right. We're not sorry at all. <laughs> I had never expected you to be. <laughs> okay, Doc Ock. <laughs> I don't even know. Funny, for those of you listening, if you think I'm only act, I only act like this to Gasper, like live. No, like I. This is how I talk to him. He's, this, he, this is why he comes back. He loves it. <laughs> don't tell. He's don't tell his girlfriend that. Uh, hopefully, she's not listening. Uh, uh, hey, babe, just. Just turn the pot off now. <laughs> like, you know, there's like 15 minutes in. If you could just stop when you hit that 15 minute marker, you you won't you won't find out that I enjoy verbal abuse. I could totally see her just verbally abusing him. Oh, jeez. <laughs> if you're listening to this, Gasper's girlfriend, please tweet you us. Have my permission. Tweet us exactly what you tell him and verbally abuse him with. Because although we're joking, he might actually like it. Oh Lord! So Tyler, how is CTE2? <laughs> what What does she make you do? Casper, uh... <laughs> if you need help, blink twice. Dude, we can't what? see. We can't see you on video. Oh God, you're not even on. Oh, he's dead. my webcam's not even on. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's. I mean, that's the whole point. We can't see you, so we lost you either way. Um. Everybody, it's just John and I. So, <laughs> no, no. Uh, Gasper's girlfriend. What's what's your girlfriend's name? Chelsea. Oh wow! Well, you just put her real name out there. Okay. Um, or oh, who? As it is her real name. Oh, I'm saying you give her code name. Um, how about her Twitter hashtag while you're at it? Um, well, that's good, Kelsey. Well, we're really sorry we mentioned that, and I hope you don't verbally abuse him, but. Just letting you know, he may enjoy it. I I totally hope she does. And if oh. you do, please let us know how it went. Not that we'd enjoy it. <laughs> you guys are nuts. Gasper might. Well then, uh, awkward 
silence. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so the, the the next bit, just kind of moving on. Of course, we digress quite a bit with that, but some good ideas and good points made, though. Um, I did go to Shy Town uh, last weekend. Shy Town. Yeah, I had some, <laughs> some really interesting things happen outside of the convention. Uh, but yeah, um, but... real, real, real quick before you get into that, Ooh, um, okay. what was your overall experience like? Um, you have so many boxes to check for that because really what I pay attention to and everybody's different. So, you know, I respect everybody that goes there that goes for something different than me. Um, I go to kind of, uh, enjoy the art. I, I can't tell you how many times I stopped this time compared to the past three years. Uh, plus that I think I found more artists this time I stopped and just said, Hey, like your stuff's great. Uh, why isn't somebody, there's a, there's a, a booth there where this, uh, artist did anime and, um, she did really good and uh, phenomenal. Great, great job. And I'm like, do you, do you work on shows? Like, do you work on, you know, the shows that come out on TV? And she's like, no. I'm like, why not? Like, you're that good. Um, I stopped, I stopped a few times and said that. So artistically, I thought it was fantastic. Um, I had a after dark, after hours opportunity that got me more in touch with some comic artists, comic creators. I thought it was really cool, but I'd give it a four. Um, my knees and joints really hurt afterward. And I thought they removed the carpet, which gave you a lot of room to step on uh, where you weren't just stepping on cement. So I go to four out of five. Uh, I'll tell everybody to go to Chicago for C2E2. Um, but I, I enjoyed the art, the way people dress up. Oh, gosh. Uh, That's always the best part for me, just seeing everybody in uh, cosplay. and It was cool. <laughs> It was cool. It, honestly, there's some really cool stuff there. I think uh, they had the cosplay competition. I think the championships are normally in Chicago for C2E2. I'm, I'm not sure if it was a championship this time, but it was definitely a competition. And I saw one of the Sanderson sisters up there from Hocus Pocus, and I think she came in second. And I'm like, man, this person nailed the lead, you know, the lead sister in Hocus Pocus, the lead witch. And she she nailed that down. Um get it because she's a witch i mean she very well could have been i i'm not gonna i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna ever find out but when it comes <laughs> down yeah when it comes down to it i mean there were a lot of great cosplay there was an iron man cosplay that was like to the t this person was wearing like hardcore plastic and uh it made it made it look exactly like tony's armor so i it's, that's pretty dope yeah, honestly yeah. like so I know you guys know, but everybody else, I, I own a 3D printer. And, I mean, it, I, I have, you know, an Ender 3 uh, Pro. And the stuff that I see people make on just, like, a regular Ender 3 or the Ender 3 V2 or the Ender 3 Pro, like, it is ridiculous. Like, they put work in to these to these cosplays. And oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's wild. Like, I've seen people make, like, Master Chief. And it's taken them, like, I don't know, like, three, four months to print, stand, fill, put together. Like, it's 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 insane the amount of work that they put into these uh, these cosplays. 
yeah, I, I, I saw a lot of cosplays that I honestly thought I was like, how do you do this? How do you spend time on it? Because I think I, I can't do it without getting bored. So I go there. I appreciate all the art people put out. And there's so many different kinds. They have like two areas for anime. Um, you know, Pop Asia, I think was one of them, but they had a huge uh, Bandai. They had a huge Bandai area. Is that is it Ooh. is it Bandai or Bandai? I want to be correct. I think it's Bandai. Yeah, I think uh, it's Bandai. Well, let me tell you, like they had these big figures, like they had uh, Gundams. I think Gundams. I could be wrong, uh, but they had just big figures, and I was like, these are huge. How much are they? Oh, four figures. No, I'm not buying that. But they were great, and there was a lot of stuff there that I honestly didn't think I was going to see otherwise. Um, they had a lot of cool, a lot of cool games to play. They had a whole arcade area that was all like our old old arcade games, so it was really awesome. Overall, yeah, four out of five. Uh, the comic areas, I think, is where it got kind of, um, I guess you could say either juicy or, or it just went bad. So in short, I got there, and the first thing I like to do is I like to see like what people are offering comic exclusive wise because I enjoy what's on the cover, and I'll get stuff that appeals to me. I don't get the stuff that's like. Hey, what can I do to make money off of somebody, you know, when I sell it? Um, I just enjoy the cover art. So I went to go and check these things out. I went to Comic Mint, uh, which is a, a comic vendor, um, I believe, you know, out of the Southeast. I could be wrong. But so I got in line with my cousin. We're like seven, eight people back. And all of a sudden, I don't know if you two are familiar with Whatnot. Or do you know I've what been- not? I've been seeing a lot of advertisements yeah. for it. I've, I've, and it's, it's, it's interesting that you say this because I'm oh, on a boy. caveat. I've off after what you say because I've just, seen a lot of things. Just too. hang on. Uh, there's, there's more. Um, <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> oh, wow. See, that's, I need that sound bite. Um, uh, so we got in line and we're like, I'm there, I'm there for my cousin. I honestly am not interested in the covers. No offense to comic men, but like, just wasn't my type. My cousin wanted some and he wanted special ones that you had to ask for. Well, this person, I'm not even sure the name. I don't want to get it wrong because I could mention them out of just out of frustration. But this lady comes up with like a shopping cart or something like that and starts loading up all these exclusives. Like she cut everybody in line. There's probably 20 people behind me. Cut everybody in line and started paying for them then. And somebody in line shouted and they said, hey, uh, that isn't right. So something along those lines, like this isn't cool. And, uh, the cashier from comic Mint pretty much just, you know, shushed him and accepted the fact that these resellers essentially were cutting in line to get an advantage on reselling the comics before fans could touch them or even buy them for instance. So fans got second dibs on comics and then there's more Gasper. But wait, there's more. Yes, okay. I'm glad I'm glad that's all we can use you for. Um so going to, <laughs> So I went to I went to an area, I think we gravitated to an area where Black Flag Comics, I believe they're out of South Carolina, made the biggest to do. It was a big event because tons of resellers, all kinds, just from whatnot, not from whatnot, but mostly from whatnot came up and just cut everybody for this uh, Miles Morales uh, Ultimate Fallout 4 exclusive that had an extra cover on top. 
so you have let's say you have a regular comic well this black flag comic uh vendor decided to take their own cover and attach it to the cover that was already there and on top of that it was incorrect on the back like there was a saying on the back that was not correct grammatically and on top of that it just it just looked bad but people would grab it for 85 dollars these resellers cut it cut everybody it's 85 bucks off the bat and the these resellers grabbed a tons like short boxes full i don't know if you know how big a short box is but like you're talking a hundred a hundred comics 75 100 comics a piece like they were grabbing short boxes full and then they would go and resell them for two three times that at the very least and that took advantage of the market. I mean, it was already happening, but a lot of people didn't have it happen to them like so blatantly, you know, out in the open. You could, it just seemed like it was really underhanded to a lot of fans. And on top of that, I don't know if you're familiar with CGC because I know they do grading for cards and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So CGC had already had these new covers on top of these comics graded at 9.8s, 9.9s, and a flat 10. Oh, yeah. And this this cover they put on it is brand new. Uh, I struggle to get CGC to give stuff back to me in a matter of two, three weeks. Right. Yeah. There's, there's people that haven't gotten uh, I, one of my buddies, Dan, hasn't gotten his comics back in over a year. And here we have a store who just slapped a new terrible looking cover on top of, you know, their ultimate Fallout 4 reprint. And decided to sell for eighty five bucks, a pop, and then as the that was before the fans got there. When the fans got there, they moved it up to a hundred. Wow! Yeah, they sold nine point eights at I think five hundred to seven hundred fifty bucks. Nine point nines were like one thousand two hundred fifty bucks, and they're like, "Hey, you want a ten? Seventeen fifty, and that's not seventeen dollars and fifty cents either." So yeah, out of here. It was it was very non fan centric. And more centered on making money. And if you want to know more, look up Black Flag Comics and Acetate Covers. There's people that call it Staple Gate, Acetate Gate, or, you know, there's there's so many names for it. But it, I was involved in it in the sense that I saw it go down. I came mm-hmm. home and I was just like, you know, Becky, my wife, I was, I said, hey, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure if I'm amped to read comics right now. I'm just kind of let down. As somebody who's just a fan of comics in general, it was just a, a huge hit. And I thought that I couldn't enjoy comics as much. And I'm just a regular fan. I don't go out and just resell a bunch of stuff because I want to take advantage of people. There's people that do. I'm not one of them. But it just it hurt the fact that I enjoyed comics that much. And I can't imagine what happened to the people in line that didn't get the comic they wanted because these resellers took advantage of the opportunity from my, making money. So that was really it. And that's how the con started on Friday. So the rest of the time, it was just, uh, you couldn't stop thinking about it. And uh, needless to say, the the community rose up and against it. Fans rose up against it. There were people that defended their terrible practices. And those people were dealt with by fans. And, uh, you know... We're going to see what happens going forward, but I know there's a lot of artists out there, a lot of big names that just don't don't enjoy what happened. Marvel did not okay that cover. Mm. So there was a whole to-do about that. 
and you know i'm not too sure but if you see black flag comics anywhere i would probably think twice before buying something from them just because the quality is probably not what you want by right. all means do what you want to do but like it's it was just a mess and if they hadn't done what they did they probably would have still made a ton of money and it would not have looked as bad so that's really it. it was a great con otherwise uh we found some gems um comic wise and there's a lot of cool people to meet so i i'm really really cool with a few artists that go and i i got some remarks um yeah i'd, I'd show you them but it'd probably be pretty grainy but uh it's 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 interesting that you know kind of doubling back to what you were talking about with with the cons i feel like when it comes to these smaller cons and when i say smaller cons i mean you know the it's not the, san diego not, yeah it's not san diego it's not new york it's not you know those are the cons right those are the comic cons so when you have these smaller ones um, and I mean, I'm not saying C2E2 is small by any means. Well, I'll, I'll even I'll help you out there. Like C2E2 is actually smaller than you think because you have you have New York, you have San Diego, but also if you didn't know, you have DragonCon down in Atlanta, and then yeah. you have MegaCon MegaCon down in Florida. Then you have the Dallas Fan Expo down in Texas. So I mean, there's a lot of cons that are probably way bigger. I get it. Um, I, I and I feel like it's much easier to get away with that kind of stuff at you know a c2e2 uh than it is a new york or a san diego comic-con um and and like i i get it like it's it's a shitty practice absolutely on both the sellers and the buyers but the the sellers are there to make money they don't care who they sell it to they're there to make money if someone's gonna come up and say hey you know i want to buy all of your issues okay yeah, the, the shop right the, there. The shop is going to be like, okay, here you go, because they want to make money too. Yeah, but the the biggest issue is that none of the the shops, at least from what I've seen, Black Flag and Comic Mint, at least while I was there, it was like they didn't care about the fans. I mean, they raised the price of the eighty five dollar book to a hundred. That's yeah. that's absurd. As soon as the resellers were done buying, and this all happened right in front of fans, like it was not like secretive. There was actually, I don't know if you guys heard about this. There was actually an issue with Joseph Quinn um at Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Con. So, um there was And Joseph Quinn is who? Just to clear it up. Joseph, Joseph Quinn for anybody that doesn't know who his real name is is uh Eddie Munson uh from Stranger Things. Uh Stranger Things season 4. Um for anybody who hasn't actually seen the show, I'm sure you've seen the video or a snippet of him playing Master of Puppets on top of a trailer, um, or going doing that like weird head thing where he's making like devil horns with his head sticking out. Um, or his tongue sticking out. But um, so Joseph Quinn, I mean, if we're being completely honest, this is Joseph Quinn's first like he's he's freshly famous so to speak he's mm -hmm. been in a few things um but like he was in an episode of game of thrones he was in like a les miserable a les miserable it's les miserable les miserable thank you les miserable um like web web series um but i mean stranger things was his call to fame like he has like he is huge right now and um he was able to get booked at this convention 
in uh, the UK. I don't know where in the UK. Um, but this convention was doing photo ops and meet and greets, and they were selling tickets. Well, uh, they oversold by like 400 tickets. Holy shit. That's yeah. A lot. They, they oversold by a shit ton. Um, metric shit ton, mind you. It's UK. And um, so it got to a point where like people were waiting in line for hours just to get a picture and meet him. And I mean, you got to think about this. This guy's newly famous. Like, I'm sure he is very appreciative of everybody that. And he seems like the very appreciative kind of guy. You know what I mean? Um, you, you know, like, you know, thank you for watching the show. Thank you for all these things you say. Thank you for liking my character. Thank you for thinking I did, you know, such a great job, which is understandable for a newly big actor. And like, it got to the point where people at this convention were like starting to yell at the people waiting for the photos. Like, don't fucking talk to him. Get your photo. You leave. Like telling them, Hey, you only pay for this photo opportunity, which isn't fair to the fans. And it's not the, conf it's, it's not Eddie's fault or Eddie. It's not, you know, Joseph's fault that they overbooked him. So they're trying to fix their screw up by being yeah. shitty to these people. And I'm like, that's like, that's not okay. And at, at all, I don't care how you spin it. I do you, you one, like, it'd be one thing if, like, Joseph was like, hey, you know, I'm getting kind of tired. Can we speed this up? But to my knowledge, from everything that I've read, he did not say that. I heard the same. Yeah, he was Like, a, like he was even, even his managers, like, weren't, like, like, they, they weren't, like, they were okay with how long it's taking. So this convention just took it upon themselves, like, no, we're speeding this up. That's not your fucking job. Like, your job's to make sure people get in, people... You know, people leave where they're supposed to leave. People that are supposed to be there are there. If you're not, then then sure, you can get shitty with them. But, I mean, it's just, it's, these smaller cons, it's, 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 it's wild what people can get away with. No, it's, it's totally true. And the thing is, is, you know, uh, I know the issue I talked about is currently happening again in Boston. There's a Boston Comic Expo going on that, it's dealing with the same issues I mentioned, but I read, I read that, um, Quinn was, Quinn was really upset with the way that it was all handled. And I think he was, he was hesitant to go to another comic expo or convention again, because he was so turned away, uh, turned off from how he was treated and how the fans were treated. He wanted to be there for the fans. And I think the fans gave him the right treatment. You know, he was valued by the fans and you know that's what he really cherished and i think you know i didn't see anything like that at least where i was but uh, we didn't have a we didn't have anybody like him there at least in regards to you know stranger things and as much of a contemporary hit as as he yeah. is so uh you know convention wise there's a lot of stuff that a lot of people do not re realize and recognize go on goes on and you know, if you pay attention, sometimes it it uh, it ruins how you look at you know some portions of how a convention operates. It makes you know the people that run it potentially look bad. It can kind of mess with you if you enjoy bits and pieces of conventions. You know, like my comic bits. It kind of it kind of hurt a bit. So, um, you know, 
look into it, you know, look into this Black Flag Comics, Staple Gate, you know, Acetate cover issue, you know, tell us what you think, but also, you know, read up on the Joseph Quinn scenario and, and give us your thoughts there, because honestly, the convention's totally at fault there, and that's a good point to bring up, because that was a huge, a huge ordeal a few weeks ago, so, especially with such a big, a big, uh, a big celebrity, I was really surprised. So with that, you know, who's a, who's a celebrity you want to meet? Doesn't matter who who it is. Somebody somebody you consider a celebrity. Who would what What's one person that's of course alive today that would be able to be there that would pull you into a convention? Brendan Fraser. Ooh, that's a good one. That's pretty good. Brendan uh, Brendan uh, Brendan Fraser and like a close number two would be. Fuck, I, I'm I'm blanking on his name. Nathan Fillion, thank you. Okay, Ooh, that's pretty good. Uh, I would probably go Christopher Lloyd. Back okay. to the future. That's, Brown. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I would agree. I yeah, get the, I get the you know why somebody would want to go see him. One of my favorite. You don't, you don't like Back to the Future, John? I'm just giving you shit. He's just, bother, he's just bothering. You don't mind, <laughs> mind him. Anyway, how dare you? Is, that's the main person, or do you have like a backup or a number two? Oh, I guess- well, uh, yeah, it's probably like the Undertaker. Oh, he was he was at C two E two. Right. Was All that the that biggest? Happened. Was that the biggest guest there? No, no, no. Um, it depends on who you were there for. Like there were there there's people there that were you know big voices for anime, and you know there's people that probably thought they were the biggest. So I mean, it really depends. But Undertaker was announced like really close to convention time. And yeah, I was excited. Like, like what, like a week before the convention? Because I remember seeing yeah. that. I think we posted it uh, in our Discord. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, if anybody's interested in joining, we'll be opening up to the public here in the next couple months. But that's another subject for another time. But yeah, he was he was announced. But the problem is, is he charged. I think it was like two hundred bucks for a a signature on a belt. Yeah, and it's wild. like a hundred bucks for a regular signature somewhere not on a belt. So I mean, he's retired now. He's got to make money somewhere. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is that he was <laughs> he was just he was just uh he was just in the Hall of Fame like he just had a ceremony not that long ago. Yeah. Um, so this he's year, right? yeah, yeah, it was last year. He was a he was a big ticket a big ticket there. I think uh, he was there. Uh, there was also one of the impractical jokers that left. Um, Joe Gatto. I think yeah. he was a big name for me. I would have loved to meet him, but he had some wicked, you know, short hours that he was available. And, you know, I think it's good for him if he made a lot of money on it and got to see a lot of fans, but I would have loved to see him be there more. So I would probably would have gotten a photo with him. But uh, for me, I think it would be Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. Yeah, really Ooh. weird. But Sandra Okay. Yeah, I've been, I mean, it really depends. I think I'm wishy washy, but Sandra, have you seen that interview where Which it's, one? Uh, I think it's 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 between Sandra and Keanu, or it's Sandra talking about Keanu, and they did a movie together. I can't remember which movie, and you're smiling because I think you know what interview I'm talking about, where they both yep. like had this giant crush on each other, but <laughs> neither one of them. Yeah, it's the cutest fucking clip I've ever seen, and like they're like. And he's like, why? Well, you know, I, I had this huge crush on you on set, this and that, that and this. He's like, man, I I wish you would have told me because I had this crush on you. And I was like, my heart. 
<laughs> no, I mean it's you could you can understand the uh you can understand their their chemistry um because they've they've honestly been working together since the first speed came out in 94. Mm-hmm. So, I mean that was I was like 5 years old, but let me tell you when that came out, I absolutely loved the movie. I I've loved Sandra Bullock ever since. I mean, she's done movies that I probably wasn't interested, but uh, I wouldn't consider any less for doing them. Keanu Reeves, though, has just been constantly doing something really awesome. So, Keanu Reeves is one of those people in Hollywood that you've just you've never heard a bad story about. Mm-hmm. No, he yeah. still he, he still takes the subway and like public yeah. transportation and yeah. shit like that. Like that's awesome. Yeah, and that's the thing is that like I I think uh, there's there's some people out there worth meeting that are that seem to be genuinely good and i think those people i'd love to meet and at c2e2 you know i'm not going to downgrade anybody that was there celebrity wise but nobody really stuck out i was i wasn't i wasn't terribly persuaded to go find somebody i mean worth the money there's a lot of people that got a lot of pictures and signatures from a lot of celebrities so you know good on them i'm waiting for somebody big you know robert downey jr would be cool too but i think he recently did a signing where his signatures went for like hundreds and hundreds of dollars but he donated every cent to um you know something related to bettering you know the environment or something along that line it's it's wild because if you were to have seen rdj at a con in 2006 2007 that would not be the RDJ that we saw at a con in 2012, 2013. Like just the, 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 the way that he presents himself after becoming Iron Man is just phenomenal. Like he is so just thankful for that role. Yeah. I, I think um, he's been in older movies. I think from the nineties, I remember watching so my mom was a big fan of his from his much earlier movies which i thought was annoying back then but he had a lot of potential and i think when we we finally got to understand you know what he was all about so i'm glad we got you know his second wind and so, it's and it's wild to think that he wasn't he wasn't he almost wasn't iron man because of all like the the stuff that he had done in the past his drugs rehab just acting a fool like he almost wasn't iron man which is wild. Thank God we didn't get Tom Cruise. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I would have hated it. I'm not. I'm sorry, Tom Cruise. If you're if you happen to listen to this, I am not a fan I'm of you. Sorry, Tom Cruise, not a fan. Not but, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, but all power to him. He's doing what he wants to do. But I think John Favreau. I've been a fan of John Favreau since he was on The Replacements. Remember that's another Keanu Reeves movie where he was a quarter, he was a quarterback he was a quarterback for a, a team ran uh, by you know it was like a mediocre management and it was just like a football league that just didn't care and John Favreau was the crazy linebacker on defense and I've just been a fan of him since he's just he's kind of yeah. he's kind of stuck out I don't know if you've seen the replacements but go watch it I think it's a fantastic football movie too. John Favreau is definitely one of my favorite actors at the moment. I don't know if you guys ever seen the movie Chef. Yeah, yeah, that's a phenomenal fucking movie. It's more recent, but it's good. Yeah, I 
I stumbled upon it one night and it became one of my favorite movies. Yeah, I I think he he does he acts incredibly. And I also think he has even more of an artistic skill, more artistic skill in directing and being like on the hierarchy of films. Mm-hmm. So um you know, I there's something good going there, but uh building off of that, I know you know, we kind of extended our time with the past two topics. I think we have enough time to to get in. Um, John, what you wanted to talk about. What was that? I'm so glad you were able to squeeze me into your schedule. <laughs> <laughs> anytime, anytime, John. Um, so for anybody that doesn't know, um, Warner Brothers is actually no longer property of AT&T. Um, AT&T... Uh, for about a year, year and a half, they were looking to sell Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers, Warner Media, everything that is, you know, oh, IP of them. They just, I don't, I don't know what the reasons were, but they they wanted it out of their hair. Um, and so with that, um, Discovery, oddly enough, uh, decided to uh buy them. So Warner Brothers is now. Um, Warner Brothers Discovery. And the reason I'm bringing this all up is because there has been slashes back and forth, just just nonstop at Warner Brothers Discovery, um, where people at the top, people at the bottom, and people in the middle um, are just being let go. Like, Warner Brothers Discovery has openly said, hey... The DC universe has to go in a different direction when it comes to uh, cinema and television. And the way that it's been going hasn't been working. Um, which I agree with, but I don't. Um, but they are nixing all kinds of projects. Um, I know that when we talked about San Diego Comic-Con, Tyler... Uh, I know that you mentioned, I don't remember if it was on the air or off the air, but we talked about um, why we didn't hear anything about Batgirl from, from DC. Um, because we heard all this stuff from Marvel, but we didn't hear much about stuff from DC. Uh, we heard Just a, couple, a couple projects, really. Yeah. 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 Um, and one thing we were really two things we were really kind of looking forward to hearing about were uh batgirl um and blue beetle and come to find out the reason we didn't hear anything about them is after while it was in post-production well into post-production warner brothers discovery decided to nix it Blue Beetle for sure. I haven't heard about that one yet. Uh, no, no. So there's a, a a whole slew of projects that have uh been canceled, and there's a few that um we're not sure what's going to happen. Um, just a a, a few a, a a small list of things that have been canceled. Batgirl canceled. Um, something I was really really looking forward to. Um, the Wonder Twins. Yeah, that was kind of that was worked on, but I don't think they were just I don't think they were really dedicated to it as much as I'd want them to be, you know. I didn't I didn't even know that was gonna be a thing. Was that oh, gonna no, be no, they, yeah, they were gonna a movie or a show? I think it was gonna be a show. Yeah. 
And I think it was going it was going to be live action. It was going to be a live action Wonder Twins. And I think it was supposed to share a universe with um, like it was supposed to take place in the same Earth as um, Stargirl. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because um, the name of the monkey escapes me. What's the name of the monkey? I don't. Oh God, it, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Well, but I, the, I the, the monkey, if I'm not mistaken, made like an appearance at the end of season one of Stargirl. Um, the Flash on the CW. Oh yeah, I thought we were gonna, I thought we were going to hit the movie. I was like, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the you know the Flash the TV show canceled. It, it's now it's not outright canceled. Um, there's going to be a final season. Um, that will be season nine, but um, it is an abbreviated season. I think it's only supposed to have nine, ten episodes. Um, which, I mean, that's that's they they canceled Legends of Tomorrow two years ago, Supergirl two three years ago. Like that's that was the last remaining Arrowverse show, which. Is is the end of an era, quite honestly. Yeah. Cause I mean, one of my favorite television moments was Cry, Cry the Crisis on Infinite Earths uh crossover, where it right. was four or five parts across these, you know, four or five different shows, which was just so phenomenally well done. Um, it's 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 a shame. It 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 really is. No, hundred percent. But dude, there's the light at the end of that tunnel. I was telling Gasper before you you jumped onto the, ch the chat prior to the recording that the the guy, the person that's in charge of the Arrowverse, or was Greg Berlanti. Is, he's he's, looking, he's yeah. getting catapulted into what would be a, a Feige type role for DC at this point. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, that should make you should make you dribble in your pants a bit. Well, it's interesting because, to my knowledge, um, AT&T was trying to give that spot to James Gunn. That would have been cool, too. Yeah, which I was all about. But don't get me wrong. Greg Berlanti is, is it's huge into D.C. Like, that's where, you know, for the past 11 years, that's where that's where his shows have lived, where, where the D.C. universe. So, I mean, Greg Berlanti is, is, would be a great person. Um, and he would do the shows well. Um, now, with all these cancellations, there's a lot of shows that are coming into question as to whether or not they're going to live or die. Um, Young Justice um, still has not been renewed for a season five, and people are starting to think that it won't. People are starting to think that was the end. Um, the Flash is about to be done. The Flash has a, an end to their their run, I believe. This this next season's the last. With current or next, I can't remember. Hey, Gasper, I have a question. Hey. Did I not just fucking say that? You totally did. Oh. Right, right. <laughs> okay, whatever. Phenomenal. Um, but yeah, Titans, Doom Patrol. Um, people aren't aren't sure the fate of that. Um Harley Quinn, which is I don't know if you've guys watched it. It's a great show. Great show. I I fully endorse Harley Quinn. Great animated show. Um, people aren't sure where that's going. Um, and people are starting to think that they're going to nix Gotham Knights. It, I thought it already has. Has to have they? Are you, you're talking about the show, right? I'm yeah, pretty, not I'm pretty game. sure. I'm pretty sure the show's done. 
which is mm. wild. Like the game, the game's still on. The game's still on for October, the end of October. But the show, no, I would say that's gone. It's it, they're just like Warner Brothers Discovery. Like they have opened. Like I said, you know, they want to take the DC universe into a whole different direction that it's been going. I'm not sure if I'm excited um, or worried. I think I think I mentioned this when we talked about the San Diego Comic-Con episode where I think I had a thought and I think that's where they're going, where they're going to go with where Black Adam's going. And that's why they're keeping Shazam going because they go hand in hand. Right. Uh, Yeah. I think they're going with the history of DC, the JLA going forward. I think they're going to go put all of their eggs in that basket. And I'm I'm thinking they're hoping this new, you know, Feige level person is going to be on, you know, on it. So, I, I mean, that's uh, a way to go. Go history and go forward. Yeah. What, um, else, what else do you got? And what's, and what's wild is they're canceling all of these shows that have such enormous potential, but Flash is still going. Yeah. <laughs> the Flash movie is still... I, I, uh... like <laughs> Tyler's like, do we need to talk about this? <laughs> I'm going to mute my mic here. Hang on. I'm, I'm going to scream and wake my kids up. Hang on. No, no it's... It's, it's, oh, like, it's like they're... They've gotten to the point where I've seen on multiple different sources that there's three different options. But one of them is uh, he does um, like therapy, like he does like some kind of rehab and does very minimal press and the movie gets released and then that's that's it. The other is he does no press for the movie they just fire him and they recast the role after this movie. And the third is they're honestly fiddling with just scrapping the project completely. Well, because think... Ezra Miller, like they are just, Ezra Miller is just losing his mind. Like, I don't, I'm blown away by just the stuff that he's doing. It's wild. Absolutely wild. I, I'm in favor of them just totally scrapping the whole thing. I, I don't think that movie should see the light of day. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, when, when they initially cast him, I wasn't happy about the casting. I, me neither. And, and to be completely honest, I wasn't happy with the Grant Gustin ca- casting either. But Grant Gustin did take the role. He made it his own. He does a damn good job as Barry Allen. I'm still not completely sold on Ezra Miller's Flash. So if they got rid of him, I, I wouldn't be broken up in the slightest. Exactly. I would so. say that they I like the way Gustin's Flash came like came in. Like their first few seasons were fantastic. But where it went after that just kind of, you know, just wasn't interesting anymore. There's people that love it, so, you know, all power to them, but when it well, comes not, not to mention they also didn't just, "Hey, here's a new Flash show." They tested it out, you oh, know, yeah. an Arrow in season 2 where you get introduced to Barry Allen. And, you know, he helps with, you know, I think uh, Captain Boomerang was was the villain. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he wasn't, you know, the Flash yet. He was just, you know, CSI analyst Barry Allen. And then you see him get hit by the lightning and the chemicals and all that at the end of that episode. Um, but, and and I think that if people didn't want to see more of that, they wouldn't have done it. 
Um, but Supergirl came about the the same, but near, nearly the same way. You got like bits and pieces until you got the full thing. So they kind of they kind of went through like a trial around. They're like, hey, do people like this character? Yeah. While you know this movie, I mean, he, he did an okay job, but the writing for the Flash and Justice League, in, in my opinion, was awful. Um, and it, I, I don't know. I'm. I was hopeful for the movie, but I mean, Ezra Miller is really ruining it for the studio um, because he's getting to the point where people aren't going to see it because he's in it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a, and you may agree with me, you may not, but it's like a layering effect now. So in the beginning, we're hearing that Affleck and, you know, uh, Cavill, they aren't coming back. So they're not going to reprise their roles. You know, this is in the beginning. And after that, it's just this. This I don't even want to say his name. This Flash character, the guy that plays the Flash, uh, <laughs> like I don't even want to see his face. But he's he's making it so much worse. Like you already know who you're without so far. But since then, you know, we figured out that Affleck's actually going to be in another DC movie. He's reprising his role potentially in Aquaman. And Henry Cavill, I don't know. I just heard he was up to be the next 007. So I think we're going to be without him as Superman potentially. So I am, I am really tired of hearing about this guy just running a running amok, because I thought we we had fan wise we had something good going, and he just completely is running it into the ground like it's his job, and I think DC is just trying to squirm out from under what would be his weight of issues, and it's hard to do honestly why he. I think I said before this, before we even recorded, if I went through and did everything that he did, I would be, I'd be picked up and arrested, potentially even shot already. And this guy's still, I think uh, somebody reporting on him said that he was at his mom's farmhouse or something like that. And there's a whole bit about that. So, I mean, he's just, he's nuts. And honestly, I am tired of hearing about it. And I think I'm not the only one. It's 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 funny because um, all I can think of is that scene from Liar Liar, where his assistant's on the phone and was like, "It for the sake of you know, the, it's it's Mister Willis again," and he just takes the phone and just yells, "Quit breaking the law, asshole!" And like that's all yeah. you can really say. Like that's yeah. all. Like, he just he he's, he keeps doing dumb shit. Yep. It's it's aggravating because you want to see these shows and you want to see these movies pan out. And this guy's like the, literally the bridge between us and seeing, you know, our heroes and villains in more movies. And honestly, there's a drawback to each of those three options. I think if they scrap the movie as a whole, I think you're potentially damaging the future of you know where you wanted to go with it. I know Keaton was in it, but all of a sudden, maybe not. Was and, Keaton in it? Yeah. Yeah. Girl, I didn't know Keaton was in The Flash. Okay. He was, yeah. Yeah, minutely at the very least because I knew he was in Batgirl. It was supposed to go hand in hand. I'm assuming having to do with like going to different, uh, you know, Earth, Earths. Yeah. Um, so I mean, there's a lot of things that I think we we're looking forward to as fans that he's gatekeeping through his own criminal behavior, and I think it's really annoying. And if I get the chance to stop him, I will. <laughs> um. <laughs> But I won't because it is he's at his farm his mom's farmhouse hiding out like a little I I, I think if he does anything else, I think if he pops up in the news at all. What do we know what the Flash's release date is? Oh no. I think they pushed it back from the beginning, but 
You guys are probably great. 2023. Um, I'm looking at, at June 23rd, 2023. So he's got a little under a year to just yep. not fuck anything else up. But honestly, good luck. I feel like that's asking entirely too much of this person. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they he, just keep fucking it up. He 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 led a burglary in Vermont of all places. Like, when do you hear about Vermont? That's in like a negative thing. Like, Vermont is like one of I think I think about the Northeast. Gasper, I may get it wrong because I know you're up in that direction, but Vermont is like one of the cleanest states that I can think of in regards to like what actually happens. Yeah, and absolutely. Then, and then this guy goes out. There, there, like, there are a few states you never hear anything about. Vermont's South one Dakota, of them. Vermont, Maine, the Dakotas. Yeah, like those are like the four like purest states out there. Maybe Montana, <laughs> but even Montana, like it's a huge ass state, and you're like, this guy goes to Vermont and commits a burglary, and all of a sudden he's at his mom's farmhouse and nothing's being done. I'm like. Something's th- something's afoot. Like, where's this where's this farmhouse at? Like, I'm sure there's enough DC fans that would be like, "Where's this guy at?" Because we're gonna we're gonna get him. Not that that's gonna be the case, you know. I'm not thinking about it, you know, physically. Um, and torches. But I mean, as a fan, I'm just I'm tired of I'm tired of the horse assery that's going on from the guy, and I think somebody needs to stop him. Whether it be you know WB or um... that's that's the thing I just don't understand how WB is just like okay with all of this. I it's, they, it's, they might it's, not be, but what can they do? It's it's a matter of um I now I don't know what you know Batgirl's budget was, but you're looking at a two hundred million dollar movie, and they had good directors. Like people were telling, like after those canceled, the directors were shocked, and everybody was like, "You had directors that were great." on this project and they just tossed it like it was nothing people were looking forward to that right um they had um adil el abari and balal uh fala they they actually worked on at least one or two miss marvel episodes and i remember them fondly because they were the best ones they they did two episodes right here i'm looking at them uh and i was i and i i did find that out uh, when it was canceled, Batgirl, I found out that they did they did work on a couple of Miss Marvel episodes, and I was like, these were the best ones that I remember. Why didn't they just let Batgirl continue? The premiere and the finale are the two episodes that they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it was like the sandwich. I think they called it like the the hamburger bun method, yeah. where they did the beginning and end. Yeah, they did the beginning and end. Uh, Mira Menon did two and three, yeah. and then Charmine. Uh, Abed Chinoy did four and five. I'm so sorry if I'm butchering these names, guys. You I really am. I'm trying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they, they've got amazing directors, and even the writers were good, but it, I think it just comes down to budget, unfortunately. You know? Well, they yeah. don't, they're, they're, they're more willing to lose. I don't know what the budget was, it was for. It was a lot. It was uh, Batgirl. It was it was more than more than you'd like to know. Um, but uh, it's I don't I don't know. It was ninety million. Flash is double that though. So I mean we know where the cutoff is. Right, yeah. But that's the thing. I don't think it's just the cutoff monetarily. I think it's also 
creatively like what what does the show what does the movie contain that's important to what's going on going forward so like if they are going with the shazam and uh black adam you know storylines potentially then yeah i'm pretty sure if if the flash and batgirl don't sync up with that it's it might be easier to take them and throw them where they're going to be able to spend a better amount of money on stuff that people actually want to see. And I believe the rock Dwayne Johnson is, has his hands in the the pot of DC as somebody who's going to have a lot of say in the storyline going forward, by the way, if you, if you didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if anybody hasn't heard that the rock has been hired as a consultant um, on all DC projects going forward. So you've essentially got uh, Greg Berlanti and Dwayne Johnson. And to be completely honest, I would not be surprised if they gave um, James Gunn some kind of uh, spot like that also. I know that he said he was interested in it, but um, is there something you want to say? Guardian, Guardians 3 ends very soon, and I think he has the full availability to move over and do some great things for DC after that's all over because we have the Halloween special, the Christmas special, and then the movie. And then that's it. That's, that's it for that guardians team. And that's it for that guardian storyline. So he, he's able to move on to potentially bigger and better things. That's hard to say, but he feels like James Gunn has his niche in DC, especially with peacemaker and, what he's done otherwise with Suicide Squad, I think that was insanely good. Yeah, I'm yep. saying that Black Adam has a budget of 185 to 200 million, so I can't imagine mm. that Shazam is far off. And plus, on top of that, Dwayne Johnson's production company that he partners with is actually doing that too. I think you've mentioned that in the past, but like, yeah, he's keeping that production company intertwined with DC. So that makes me think, and D- like DC going forward, that makes me think they're going to have. A foothold. Yeah, they're gonna have a foothold in what what storyline actually takes place. So if Black Adam does really well, I have a good feeling that that's gonna be where we go. Which I'm fine with. I I, I know that you have reservations about Dwayne Johnson, Tyler. Um, depending, but, depending. Yeah, I I think that um, you know, oh, I didn't know that um. His production company did Shazam too. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It, it all makes sense. But listen, so things could be getting better. I saw Super Pets, which, by the way, Dwayne Johnson was in there with his best buddy. Yeah, and his best friend. Yes, and I actually thought it was less of what they, what the type of chemistry they normally had in movies. Uh, so I actually think they're going somewhere he's going somewhere and his production company actually had say in that movie as well so yeah so it's it's i i'll i'll be very interested to see um where it all where it all goes and uh definitely i mean i'm i'm excited to see where wbd is going with their new direction um i know that the current wb president um he's not happy but obviously um, things have not been working out under his presidency. So I think it's time he either gets fired or steps down. That's my personal opinion. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we've got all these canceled product projects. We've got, you know, some, some ones that look good coming out with Black Adam and Shazam. 
um, inside the DC universe. Um, and there's there's a lot of room for improvement, you know, in my opinion. So I'm really excited to see where it goes. Obviously, it's a bummer that such great things are getting canceled, like Black Girl. Um, Gotham Knights, I think, would have been great. And um, the Flash TV show. But, you know, they're giving it another season to hopefully send it off the right way. So, um, I mean, all we can do is see. Yeah, I think there's a lot to look forward to. It's just, I hope they make up for the losses they created. I think that's where I want to see big improvement. They've tossed a couple big projects. And it feels like they need to make up for it through production. And I hope the movies they're working on are going to make up for it. I, as a fan, I just want to see it. So, uh, I don't care about fan service, but like put out some good stuff that makes sense and makes us forget about dropping those in a sense. Like you don't want to, you don't, you don't want to, and you, you might not, but like, in a sense, you may forget about them depending on the quality of what they have coming up. So I hope that's the case. Um, and you know, you never know. They could integrate Batgirl and, you know, uh, Blue Beetle and whatnot going forward. So you could be surprised. But, you know, without going around in circles and circles, I know we're upset about uh, a few things for sure. But that's for that's for another time. I think once we get some updates, we'll go over those. But you guys got anything else? I think that's it. Hit the nail on the head. This one, yeah. Uh, hopefully, your your uh, your girlfriend didn't get mad at us, but uh, I don't care if she did. She actually texted me. She goes, "Does John verbally assault you?" <laughs> oh, John! That right, there, that right there tells you she does not listen to our podcast. John, John's getting a visit. Um. So, nonetheless, I think I probably will too. Um. So, you have to come in through a window. Um, preferably not my kids. Um, not my kids. Yes, not my kids' window. They have to, please. Um, so with that, I, th- I think we've talked about some incredible stuff. And as you know, this is the Nerd Rejects podcast. You can find us all, we all have connection to this, except for Gasper, who chooses not to. At Nerd Rejects on Twitter is where you can find us most commonly. Where else can one find our podcast? You can find us over on the Instagram at Nerd Rejects Pod. Uh, Tyler sent me some pictures from C2E2 that I'm going to post tonight. Some dudes. Uh, yeah. Hot. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, Gasper had to pre-screen him. Uh, yeah, give us a follow, and uh, I'm gonna be using that more too. Other than that, uh, I am at Comic Typhoon. That's uh, that's me, Ty. Where can we find Gasper and John? You can find me on Twitter at Shut Up Gasper. Shut up, Gasper. <laughs> Shut it. Uh, and you can find me at the Maryland Jedi. So if you have absolutely anything, you know, tell us we suck or, you know, tell us what we did great or maybe start a conversation. Find us there, you know, tag us, tell us what you want, and we'll be happy to reply back. I don't think we're anything but uncut. So outside of that, um, I don't, Gasper, there's 
one thing. Hold on, hold nope. on, hold on. Oh no, 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 no! This is serious. This is serious. Wow. Say, um, we are looking to, you know, like I said earlier in the episode, we are looking to expand the Discord here shortly. Oh, yes. Um, anybody wants to hit us up on Twitter, maybe get a guest spot on the episode, talk to Gasper, Tyler, and myself. Um, I think we'd be open to that too. Yeah. So if, if you if you have something big to talk about, it doesn't matter who you are. Uh, we're certainly able to talk with you and, and figure out, you know, what you, you know, what you have to say. And, you know, there's a lot we, there's a lot we can go through at least stepwise to, to get you, get you some time. So there's, there's a lot in Nerdum that we still haven't covered yet. And there's only so much information that Gasper Tyler and myself have, um, it, whether if you want to come on and just be a guest star on a and d episode um you know if you want to do a part two harry potter or star trek or you know if you just want to you know hey i know a lot about this nerdy subject you know we're hit us up we're more than willing to talk to you and i mean i might grill you a little bit because make sure you actually know um but john, I mean, john hey, won't do that we're more no no i'm gonna make sure they know they know damn it uh, but we're more than willing to you know talk to you and you know hit you back up but i do think that gasper did there was something Gasper wanted to say, and I don't remember. Uh, what? What is that? I, I think it's a uh, uh, nerds out.